This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We're uh, uh, getting geared up for a little renovation around here. So uh, yeah. some moving stuff and um, yeah, just uh, you know packing up a little bit of this and that and logistics and uh, man, I'm selling an old house this week and, and moving furniture into a new house this week. And, um, you know, one one that we've been in actually for a little while, but we left our old house staged. And so, you know, if you've ever done that before, like, right, you know, yeah. paying two mortgages, you've got, you know, half your furniture in another location and it's just kind of a mess. So, um, yeah, man, just just a lot going on in the Cole household, just trying to trying to uh, keep it on the rails, man. So anything, yeah. anyway, things are, things are good though. Yeah. Things are, things are good. What's, what's up with you, dude? Oh man. You know, we're, uh, we're rocking and rolling here in old Houston, Texas, uh, having a, having a really, you know, it's been a great little season of life uh, right now. I, I, you know, I feel like I need to pull the curtain back just a little bit to let the folks know at home that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm we've got this massive turkey uh, from the holidays that we've had frozen for, well, you know, obviously about a month and a half here. And I don't know if this is... It's that annual York tradition, <laughs> the Valentine's Day turkey. It's a quarantine turkey <laughs> is what it is, man. I, quarantine I, well, I don't know if y'all had this, but like our grocery stores over here are overstocked for Thanksgiving. And I don't know if it's just, you know, you'd think with less people traveling, there'd be more people buying turkeys because you have more turkey per, yeah, per household. Yeah, seriously. But I think a lot of people did what we did, which was, you know, try something different because why not? You know, this is a different kind of holiday. Yeah, or they, you know, didn't have a bunch of company over, right. didn't have a bunch of, uh, justify it. Uh, you know, guests over. So, yeah, that's right. man, that's crazy. So they had leftover turkeys at the at the grocery and they were literally giving them out. Like, you know, when I was a kid, we would go and help give out turkeys uh, to, to the homeless and hungry. And, and honestly, this year there was so many turkeys, they were just giving them out to everybody. Like, so they like, wow, literally we got a frozen turkey at the, uh, at, uh, Christmas time. And that's crazy. Yeah, I've never heard of such a thing. We've had it, we've had it in the, uh, in the freezer. And so we took it out a couple <laughs> days ago and like, literally like the entire like menu for the, this week is like, you know, roast turkey, turkey and broccoli, turkey soup, st- steam turkey, <laughs> like all of <laughs> just turkey, turkey, turkey all, all throughout this week. But regardless, uh, I put it in. I tried to time it right so that I could pull it out right before we started recording, and uh, it landed like right after we hit the record button that I needed to run over and, and uh, pull it out. <laughs> and oddly enough, you know, it was it was funny. I was a little stressed out about podcast recording, knowing I'd have to go and like grab a turkey at some point. Here's the thing. Now I'm more stressed about the fact that this, this bird is out there resting, and my dog is yeah. on the honor system. And so you know, yeah, <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's right. Rough place it, that's to right. Be. Man, it, you ought to lock that thing in the bathroom. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> e- either the dog or the turkey. Yeah, probably yeah. probably both in two separate bathrooms. <laughs> Why is there a turkey in our bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man. So I, I feel like you know we we need to we need to kind of start this episode um, on a somber note uh, because it is not often that you, John David Cole, as the uh, uh, pipe enthusiast, as the tobacconist at large, as uh, uh, you know, uh, pipe tobacco uh, Jesus, as some have referred to you, uh, you know, as as someone who speaks as though he has authority to speak, it is not often that you find yourself in a place where you need to apologize profusely, eat the crow, <laughs> if you will. Uh, uh, you know, and 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 this is this is where I was wondering where on earth were you you were going with this? Well, well last last week. You know, we talked about some whiskeys, and we had a great Squire Select, by the way. It was that was, was awesome. 
Yeah, no, it was it was a fun and you know, and our apologies again to those that uh, couldn't quite make it through with all the background <laughs> he's going through. Uh, what, yeah, with it the was construction. pretty bad. It was pretty rough, but regardless, it was a fun episode. You, my friend, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you you did not appropriately credit Bob Dylan with uh, with, with performing "Knocking on Heaven's Door." You you wanted to give that to Guns N' Roses, if I'm not mistaken. I just did a quick Google search, and and, and that's what popped up. And so I repeated, you know, the the uh, infallible, trustworthy, uh, you know, internet, uh, you know, information out there okay. that that of course you you do. Wow. I mean, it's right up there with, I, you know, I think. You know anything you Google is 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 you know basically gospel. Oh my goodness! So, I, no 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 um, no. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, John David, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something because because I know you don't know. Okay, podcasts. This is what they do. They go on. They say they're subject matter experts, and you know what they do to prove that they're subject matter experts? Well, not what I did. They Google. They Google everything. That's what they do. They oh, go around. Yeah. They Google everything, and they don't know what they're talking about. And they try to like like pretend like they know. People come to Country Squire Radio, sir, not because. There are, are are enthusiasts here. There is. There's not just because there there's like a, a consumer here, which there is, but because there is a there is a knowledgeable presence. Somebody again who speaks as though he has the speech of authority. Someone on pipe tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> on pipe tobacco. Yeah. I, I I very clearly am not a music. Per- I'm not a music person. I'm not a movie person. Uh, you know, it, I just um I, my my brain is not in these spaces. You know, and right. so. Um, it, it, I, I don't know. It just, it, it didn't sound right to me last week. Wow. And so I, I wow. did a quick Google search and, um, and, and, uh, what, what popped back was not, uh, not correct. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'll take my lumps, man. I, okay. I will. Okay. I mean, I that's did, what we put, need. put it on me. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, if, if we're not, it, we're, if we're not good at shame, we're not good at anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Anglican way? Man, so, I, uh, right, right, right. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, you, you just want to, um, you know, br- bring, bring on the shame, go ahead and pile it on, go ahead and get your memes ready and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we, oh, careful know, we about experience that, that. Yeah. and, uh, and, and, you know, we'll move, move forward in a, uh, in a hopefully gracious and and loving way. <laughs> Look, I uh, you know we had we had to address it as our uh, amazing editor uh, Mike pointed out. There's probably a ton of Dylan fans and pipe smoker crossover. Like there's, it's just one of those things you gotta. I'm sure you gotta prepare yep. for. So, uh, anyways, yes, one I, of the- it was. It was cool that I mean, honestly, you know, it, it that being brought up at all, Bob Dylan being brought up at all, because we were, um, you know, discussing his whiskey brand, you know, that right. he has collaborated on this Heaven's Door, and it was so unrelated completely to anything pipe smoking. We thought anything whiskey related, and then it's like, wow, this interesting artwork. It's you know, where does that come from? Oh, wait, this is a Bob Dylan collaboration, and uh, man, we you know just it's this what we do is talk about the story of the of the juice, and and then uh, you know. Uh, talk about you know flavor profiles and all that kind of That's stuff, right, yeah. but uh, you know it, it's 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 really good whiskey. I liked it, and uh, uh, and and then and then uh, you know didn't honor the uh, the 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 mastermind behind it. So um, so plenty of shame to go around. Okay, well I, I think you've done I've done your best. You you have eaten your humble pie. You have smoked your humble tobacco. I think we are okay uh, going forward. But I did want to get that on record. Now something else we need to get on record, y'all. And I know this is a lot of housekeeping here at the top of the show, but 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 you know we've got a very special day coming up. Of course, uh, longtime listeners, and of course, uh, pipe uh, longtime pipe enthusiasts and pipe smoking enthusiasts know that February twentieth 
is one of the most celebrated days in the entire calendar of the year. Yes. That's right. I'm talking about International Pipe Smoking Day. Now, it's the first day of the uh, pipe smoking liturgical calendar. That's right. That's right. Uh, the, who was the patron saint of pipe smoking? Was our, or was that? Well, I don't know. Be, we're going to work be you on and that. Glory. I think that'll be you and Glory. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna, we're we're going to work on okay. that. Pipe, right. pipe smoking needs a needs a patron saint, yeah. and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get on that. Well, see, this is the beautiful thing because last year we did a very special episode on the history of uh, IPSD, and and as part of that, uh, you know, I made this pitch. For for there needing to be some lore around the International Pipe Smoking Day, and I am I am thrilled to say, man, that people have latched on. We got some great feedback after that that episode. Hey, no, you're right, and you're I think, absolutely right. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think once again, as we kind of prepare our our hearts, our minds, and our pipes for for International Pipe Smoking Day, <laughs> we need we need to be reminded of what International Pipe Smoking Day is all about. So you know, we're gonna play a, a quick clip right here from last year's episode to remind the people. I got to tell you, first of all, fantastic, wonderful overview. I feel like we've all learned a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I personally am a little disappointed. I, I thought for sure that this would be the opportunity for you to tell us about, uh, you know, Steve. Steve? You know, yeah, pipe, pipe smoking Steve, the International Pipe Smoking Day Raptor, who goes around for pipe smokers around the world who leave their their uh, socks on their porches. <laughs> and he goes around and he puts church wardens in all of the good little pipe smokers' socks. Pipe smoking Steve, the, the International Pipe Smoking Day Raptor. The, you're, he, he, you're, he has a monocle. Come on, man. Everybody knows about... Like, this is... But we need we need we need more lore. That's all I'm saying. We, we do we do. I, you know, if you if you want to help contribute to the new pipe smoking lore that is uh, our our beloved pipe smoking Steve, who puts you know uh, church wardens in people's front porch socks. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You get you get you get the uh, you get Frog Morton if you were good also that year, but if you weren't, you get a whole bag of hamster uh, hamster cage hamster cage tobacco. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and not. Even even, oh, not even man. like the low quality stuff. I'm talking about actual like hamster cage fill fillings, <laughs> and, you, and you have to smoke it because he won't come back next year. That's that's them's the rules. I can't believe oh, I can't believe we didn't even yeah. touch on that. Well, maybe next year. Oh, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe time. next year we can we can touch on that, and we'll uh, we'll give Steve yeah. his uh, his due time. Yeah. Yeah, man, pipe smoking Steve, the pipe smoking raptor. Man, the the pipe smoking raptor. Um, y- you know, th- this is what the season is uh, is all about. This is what it's all about, man. And so, so here's what we're doing. We're doing something kind of fun this year. So pipes, and again, you know, just to reiterate, we're talking about. I mean, as if I need to, because of course people know. All right, they've been they've been brought up on stories of pipe smoking Steve, the pipe smoking monocle wearing raptor who rides around in a flying country squire, putting uh, frog morton and church wardens into the socks left out on the porches of good pipe smokers. But th- those bad pipe smokers, he leaves nothing but hamster cage tobacco. That's but right. You still have to smoke it, or else pipe smoking Steve won't return next year. And so we know all of you will be putting out your socks this year in preparation for pipe smoking Steve. Now, some <laughs> folks. 
Now, this is interesting, John David. Some folks have have started to to feel as though pipe smoking Steve, in in order to get in good with them, they are writing letters to pipe smoking Steve. Well, you know, and you, you know, the old letter to Santa, right? And you know, the the fancy mailbox that uh, you know they have at the mall, the big you know red shiny mailbox that you know oh straight to the North Pole mail at Postal Express, you know, and um, yeah, I mean, you, you write you know your favorite letters about what you want. Oh, Santa, this year I sure wish you would bring me the three point five <laughs> ounce tin of Orlick Golden Slice, please. You know, right, and, right, um, right. you know, and and and. and <laughs> And that's how it goes, you know. And then, but it, but this is Steve, right? And and so, you yeah. Know, you just, look, Santa is small potatoes by by comparison. Yeah, but to pipe smoking Steve. Steve, you know. I mean, you, you leave that's him, right. yeah. you, you leave him milk cookies and a human arm, and and he, maybe he'll leave you something oh. in your uh, <laughs> in your sock. <laughs> Listen, here's what we need. Here's what we I, we want to do our part to the community, and and. You know, over the years, Country Squire Radio, as I'm sure Country Squire the Shop, occasionally uh, can get confusing for for f- fanatics of the Country Squire station wagon, uh, and and you know. It, it would be, it, you know, it, it would make a lot of sense. Obviously, Pipe Smokey Steve drives around in a Country Squire, a flying Country Squire car. Uh, and so people might mistake the Country Squire for like, you know, the place to send those letters. And, right, and you know, right. I feel like we need to we need to make sure that, that we're, we're helping doing our part. You know, we you know, I don't, I don't want to say that we know pipe smoking, Steve, but let's just say we know how to get in touch with pipe smoking. No, that's Steve. right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, yeah. obviously, I mean, it's, he's got a busy calendar and everything, but you know, he's, he's tied to us in a, in a, you know, a special way. And so we, we try to, very um, special. yeah, try, try to stay in his good graces. And, um, and, 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 you know, he, um, he has a, has a, we have a special place in his heart. That's right. So here's what we want you to do this year. We want you, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, Remove the 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 you know the germs and and all that kind of stuff by people sending letters and that sort of thing. We're gonna we're gonna help uh, uh, expedite the process. Email the show show at countrysquireradio.com uh, with uh, the title "Dear Steve" and send us your letters this year for uh, to Pipe Smoking Steve for International Pipe Smoking Day. We'll be uh, doing a very special episode. There's going to be a couple of special things about that episode that'll you'll find out as you listen to it. Uh, but but regardless, we want to get those letters in, and we're doing something else kind of cool you know pipe smoking steve could really benefit from a visual interpretation so for our artists out there no matter how good an art at art you are or how terrible you are we want to encourage you to send in your yeah particularly if you're terrible you know (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, this is this is particularly if you're terrible We want you to send in your renditions, your your depictions of pipe smoking Steve, the monocle wearing, uh, pipe smoking raptor riding around in his flying country squire, delivering all of the wonderful church wardens and frog morden uh, to the good pipe smokers uh, all around the world. And so you uh, you want to also send those in again. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. We will be choosing some notable uh, artwork <laughs> to give away a, a specialty kind of package. We will be, be assisting Pipe Smoking Steve to send you for your particular sock this year. So uh, send those in. It could be terrible. It could be amazing. Go crazy with it. We're going to have some fun this uh, this <laughs> IPSD. And of course, we want to encourage you uh, on that day too, to, uh, you know, get out, do some lunting, enjoy your favorite pipe. It's a great way to let folks around you know that, uh, you know, you're, you're a pipe smoker and um, you know, kind of, kind of lean into that a little bit. It's, it's, it's our day. We need to celebrate. Absolutely, sure. man. I, I'm so excited about getting these letters to uh, Pipe Smoking Steve and, uh, and also this great artwork uh, from our listeners. Uh, I, I just, I think it's going to be a, a real treat for, uh, for our, our dear uh, legendary hero. 
That's right, man. I'm excited. Now, in preparation, now this is something I feel like all Country Squire radio listeners don't have to worry about because, you know, we know that nobody listens to this show except for the best of the best when it comes to pipe smokers. However, as I mentioned, Steve will deliver that hamster cage to uh, to to the bad pipe smokers out there. And, and so hopefully you don't get any. But if you do, we got a special episode for you this week. We this episode has kind of taken um, some different turns. Uh, you know, I think I think this was first introduced. This concept was first introduced a while back. Yeah, then, where we I, I want to even say it was like a listener who just said like, "Hey, can you just kind of talk about some gas station pipe tobacco?" That's kind yeah, of over the counter that's, stuff. That's yeah, that's right. And I mean, like you know, it's it's rough. Okay, you know, this is this is no no slight to the person who sent that in because it was a great episode and it, it ended up being a, a fantastic suggestion. But it is kind of like going to like you know, like this, this five-star, you know, restauranteur chef, master chef, who's like world renowned <laughs> and asking him to kind of talk about like, you know, like, like peanut butter and honey on a, you know, on, on like just like basic white I bread. I love every week Bo like gives me way too much credit, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it they've smoked your it, stuff. It, no, no, they it's don't. It's one of those things, right? <laughs> you, you, um, you, you think about, oh man, yeah, all these exquisite, you know, tobaccos that we try and and talk about week in and week out and um you know the really difficult sourcing that comes with the leaves that go into that and the thoughtfulness that uh, goes into the blend and how uh you know careful they are to uh during the process of of uh curing it and aging it and flavoring it if that's uh, applicable and um you know all these things and, and then you have this really excellent tin and and we're not really talking about a lot of any of that you know when we come to uh this particular type of tobacco that's right. That's right. Yeah, man. This is uh this is definitely going to be a uh, <laughs> an episode for those that that enjoy what's the opposite of the finer things? Like the champagne of beers. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't make fun of high life now. That stuff's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. There's a high life for everybody. Of course, this is from the hamster cage with love. That's right. Now, are we st- are we still on board to talk about three of these, or how many you got? We're, for we're us talking today, about man? three good ones today, and and, and actually, okay. so I, I want to you know just set this up properly. I mean, we are, um, you know, w- with the spirit of uh, you know International Pipe Smoking Day, Pipe Smoking Steve coming, and uh, you know leaving the. Uh, um, you know, bad pipe smokers, the hamster cage tobaccos on their porch. We want to kind of revisit that. What is a hamster cage tobacco? And, um, you know, and, and then talk a little bit about that and then talk about some uh, some good ones that, that are out there that, you know, maybe if you're on the border, if you like haven't uh, quite, uh, you know, gotten your, um, you know, deeds in or whatever. And, and you know, Steve is kind of, well, you know, he, he's the first one out kind of deal. You know, maybe you'll be lucky right, and, yeah, and get yeah. some of these. But um, hamster cage tobaccos, man. Yeah. Over the counter tobaccos we we gave them this name a long time ago and and got a lot of grief for it you know we've given given hamster cage tobaccos <laughs> a lot of grief and and received a lot of grief you know some of these uh tobaccos are um you know storied tobaccos some of the most uh, you know famous of the uh, 20th century and um you know they have an important place in uh, in you know in a lot of uh, smokers' uh, stories. You know so many uh, you know estate pipes that we find nowadays have been broken in or seasoned with uh, you know some of these old school over the counter drugstore blends. Um, you, you know and 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 we talk about hamster cage tobaccos because the really bad ones, which are which are most of them, are are, are tobaccos that we you know consider really only suitable for lining your hamster cage with. And so we we even had a scale at one point. 
point, Bo. I don't think we've pulled this out in a while, but like of Ooh, of how many right, hamsters yeah, yeah. this you know this was. You know, if it was, I, I, I think it was <laughs> if it was like a five out of five hamsters. It was like a like it, it, I think it, that was like a really cage worthy tobacco. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, So, yeah, so yeah. The, the the better the worse. Yeah, the, type the, of the less the less you know hamsters on the scale that it got. The you know uh, closer to uh, you, you know maybe more uh, of a, a palatable blend it might be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we so we talked about you know we talk about uh, you know our, our hamster cage tobaccos and and some of them that are uh, you know uh, very interesting and, and certainly out there we think of Paladin um, this super value tobacco mm. uh, you know very uh, you know storied ones and, and ones that have been around a long time and have a very uh, revered place like Granger we think of interesting uh, twists uh, that are fascinating and uh and and certainly uh you know have the place in the conversation like uh who can forget uh captain black grape uh flavored tobacco Ooh. um you know uh it, and you know uh, and and then we've got the uh the wall of shame you know the five out of five hamsters the things like uh largo gold or uh backwoods green or uh or, or, or cherokee red and, and and cherokee red really really gets under my skin because you know our one of our signature blends here at the Country Squire is a blend that we made almost 50 years ago uh, called Cherokee. We still sell it today. It was named after East Cherokee Street in Brookhaven, Mississippi. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a special blend to us. But uh, somewhere along the line, this, uh, this hamster cage tobacco, Cherokee, came out. And, um, and, it, and it's, it's just foul. I, I, I don't have really any other words to, to put it. I, I would rather um, d- do a lot of things than smoke, uh, smoke Cherokee. <laughs> So, um, right, right. yeah. So, you know, so you've got this interesting, uh, you know, there's a, a spectrum of these hamster cage tobaccos. Of course, you have the quality ones that really do have a storied, uh, you know, these over over the counter tobaccos that have a storied place in, um, in pipe smoking history, Prince Albert, Carter Hall, Sir Walter Raleigh. And, uh, and, and so, you know, some of these are more, more quality tobaccos that were, uh, readily available. We wanted to recommend some over the counter tobaccos that you might enjoy. Joy um, that that were a high quality and um, you know of a of a higher qual- quality than many. Um, it, you know this is kind of interesting because it coincides. We recently found out that Prince Albert is actually going to uh, cease production, which is which mm. is interesting. You know it's such a um, you can find it everywhere. I mean, I even found it at the little grocery store around the corner from my house, you know, not too long ago. Uh, Prince Albert was just a, you know, it's one of the most popular tobaccos of the 20th century. And uh, gosh, so many of those old timers, uh, you know, Prince Albert. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Well, yes, I do. Well, you better let him out. You know, it's all these, the, these uh, you know, things that, oh, wow. um, you know, that that's a the dad joke. And a pipe it is. Guy. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's, right that's pipe smoking, uh, you know, 101, you know, and. You know, we uh, we think about, you know, Prince Albert going away and we're like, well, we, we need to do some justice some, to some good uh, over the counter tobaccos in these uh, these little cellophane pouches that we all know and love. And so, um, you know, so so we're going to talk about ones that are that are, uh, you know, one star hamster out of five hamsters today. And actually, these these tobaccos, I'm very proud of these. We um, try to keep a few around just because they are good. And it's you know, it's tobaccos that uh, you're not going to find in a tin. They're not, uh, you know, uh, uh, just overly sophisticated, but they're very good pouch tobaccos. And so um, the ones we're talking about today are from uh, Amphora. Amphora, uh, 
uh, this is a uh, some people wouldn't even consider this an over the counter uh, brand because the quality of it's so good. And um, they are produced uh, by Mac Baron, which of course we uh, love. Uh, you know, Mac Baron, uh, you know, large, uh, famous Danish uh, pipe making company. Uh, you know, one of the best blending houses in the world, and uh, folks really turn to them for uh, you know those uh, high quality bright leaf uh, you know tobaccos or um, you know all the HH series blends that they come out with that uh, you know feature in some cases tobaccos that are almost as old as we are you know it's just very very right, sophisticated right. blending and um, it, the Amphora brand was actually kind of defunct and then uh, Mac Barron picked it up and that they've been making this tobacco for a long time and then they reintroduced it into the United States um, just a few years ago and so most of the pouches that come from Amphora these are they have a very nice variety they've got stuff on the sweeter side and stuff that's uh, more full-bodied and um, and and you see a really nice stable of tobaccos here some that are um, you know very you know particularly sweet and then some that uh, you know they've got a series of Virginia forward tobaccos they have several English you know an English blend that's very good and uh, and has some complexity to it and so uh, so we thought we'd just discuss some of those things uh, today it's fun because you get these little pouches and they really are you know the the hamster cage tobacco pouches they really are handy you know that they really are they're they're actually yeah. really they're, they're really okay, handy. Yeah. yeah no they are they are they, you know you get these uh kind of little stuff them in a knapsack yeah. little foil things you know and they're uh you can you know squish them up and throw them in your pocket uh much easier than you can uh you know uh, maybe one of those tins of uh you know something from uh, cornell and deal or, or sutliff or something like that so um yeah you know it, it's just um it works out pretty good and for a uh, full aroma this used to be uh the or it is the red pouch that they have we'll We'll talk about that one first. It's Amphora Full Aroma. Um, this is a Virginia Turkish uh, Burley and Kentucky blend. Uh, it, it really is kind of a kitchen sink, you know, everything but the kitchen sink tobacco. It's just, you know, they put all kinds of stuff in here. But, you know, if you're looking for a, um, a, a very accessible, inexpensive uh, aromatic tobacco, something that has, you know, plenty of flavor uh, and, and is not too harsh and just, you know, very... Uh, very palatable to a whole variety of uh, of flavor profiles. You know, this is good tobacco. It really is. Uh, the red pouch, uh, the full aroma, um, you know, lots of flavors. This is a, uh, a, a tobacco that actually I'm going to read the description. It says centuries of tobacco craftsmanship go into amphora full aroma. In addition to the Virginia tobaccos, an exact amount of burley and oriental leaf from three continents balance the blend, and the result is a smoothly textured and slow-burning blend. Amphora is a trademark of high-quality pipe tobacco, and and it is really good. It's a it's a good uh, over-the-counter tobacco that uh, that I think is very approachable. So um, you've got a lot of flavors here, as I mentioned before. Uh, there's a um, this kind of interesting fruit note that's there in the. Fruit Fruit tends to be more of a, uh, a, a citrus and a berry flavor. That is particularly that that tartness from the berry. It's kind of it's not a cloying over the top, uh, you know, uh, the note. It's very um, you know it, it's it's um, a little more nuanced. Uh, there's a floral essence here, which uh, is kind of reminiscent of some of those Lakeland style blends that have that just a little bit of a floral uh, essence there. And, and then there's a there's a very present cocoa that's kind of throughout the uh, tobacco coats the coats 
coats your tongue nicely. So in the Danish style of uh, blending, they use uh, a, a little more careful. They're a little more careful in their uh, flavorings, you know, and so you're not going to just have a super, uh, you know, wet, heavily cased uh, tobacco here from Amphora. This is their full aroma, but it's very, um, you know, compared to something that you might get from, uh, you know, say Lane or, uh, you know, Sutliff or, um, you know, something of that nature, even Captain Black, you know, something uh, that, you know, is comes from uh, maybe one of their direct competitors. Uh, you know, this is a um, this is a tobacco that, um, you know, it, it's it's just a little more nuanced than that. And uh, and, and a little I, I think a little uh, a little better. <laughs> so anyway, uh, full aroma. If you're looking for an aromatic tobacco and want to try something um, that's uh, that's good, that comes in a pouch, I think it's a good place to start. Fair enough. What's the smallest amount you can acquire? Uh, the smallest amount is a 50 gram pouch. <laughs> okay. It's a, uh, yeah, no, no, it's good. That's good. It's a, a 1.75 ounce uh, pouch. And um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's readily available. It's something you can get uh, around if you're, um, you know, local brick and mortar doesn't carry it or, uh, or you know, gas station or uh, drugstore. Uh, you know, there's a good chance you'll be able to find it on, uh, on your favorite retailer online as well. So. Well, there you go. Yep. Uh, and w- what color is the package again? It is red. <laughs> I, and I, I'm sorry. You know, it, it's tough, man. This is a tough one. It's always tough to talk about. No, that's right. Because I like. It's right. Like, uh, okay. okay. All right. No, it's that's cool. That's it's cool. good. Yeah. It's red. It's it red is red. In your gas station. It, 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 it. it, it is. Um, the, the next one we're going to talk about is uh, Amphora's Kentucky Blend. Um they just give you so much. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. No, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I like, I, and and you know, the Kentucky blend. This is actually very impressive. This is a this is a great okay. uh, tobacco. Uh, their Kentucky blend, dark purple pouch. Uh, it's a rich, deep aroma when you open up the the uh, the pouch and break the seal. And um, man, I I've got to be honest. The first time I laid eyes on this particular tobacco after I opened the pouch and then pulled the tobacco out, I was just I was shocked at the at the quality, just just huh. really the beauty of this tobacco. Really? It's a broken flake that is just very, it's very handsome. This is a very beautiful tobacco, and it's something that's very well done um, it, it, by by the folks at Mac Baron. Uh, just very uh, very impressed with this particular tobacco. The rich uh, you know barbecue flavor that or, or aroma that emanates from this uh, pouch is very. Um, very appealing, and uh, you immediately know you're going to deal. You know you're going to smoke something that has uh, a robust, um, you know, a, a robust flavor to it. So there, uh, this is a, uh, can, you know, it's a, it, it's called the Kentucky blend. It is a blend of Kentucky uh, Burleys and and Virginia, uh, and and it does have that broken flake kind of characteristic to it. A really uh, appropriate moisture just to go ahead and uh, and pack and light and 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 frankly, I would put this up against a whole lot of tin tobacco. I really would. This is a this is a good blend. Um, Yeah. So comes in a 50 gram pouch. Uh, You know, when you light the pack and light this, it packs and lights, uh, you know, very uh, easily. It has a nice, um, you know, that smoky flavor that is uh, very characteristic of uh, dark fire Kentucky leaf. Um, and, and then it does have a little bit of sweetness. You can tell they've put some type of little topping on here to make it, uh, perhaps more palatable to the, uh, aromatic smoker to the everyman, you know, the kind of everyday or, or occasional smoker. Um, this is a um, just a just a well done blend. It's uh, you know it's smoky, it's spicy, it's got a little bit of 
um, you know, sour taste that kind of lingers in the background. Um, and it, uh, it, and it burns really cool. It, it's, it, it really does. It's just a very, uh, very good tobacco. So, um, you know, if you're looking for something in a pouch that, um, is a little more thoughtfully blended, maybe, you know, I, I would highly recommend this. I, I really would, particularly for folks that like the, uh, dark fire Kentucky, uh, leaf in general. So, um, yeah, check that one out. That's, for sure. that's some high praise. That, 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 that's it is glowing almost. Yeah. I really like it. I mean, these are not, again, we're talking about the best pouch tobaccos here. I mean, it, you know, it, it's, you know, these are not, this is not, um, this is more like a, this, not, you described it in such a the, way as like a Michelob Ultra, you know, like, like, yeah. like, no, this is, you can enjoy this at the, you know, in the, in the it, right setting and everything. Yeah. This is not backwoods green, okay? Right. Like, like you're not gonna, you know. I, I'm not gonna. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, this is this is at the front of the counter. You know what I mean? It's 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 good stuff. Well, typically, it's all behind the counter, like right above the cigarettes. But yeah, yeah, sure. Front, right. front of the counter. <laughs> <laughs> man, finally, we have uh, Amphora Virginia Blend. And, uh, man, really, really like this one, too. Of course, if you l- listen to the show for uh, quite some time, you'll know that I'm, you know, a Virginia smoker, love this type of tobacco, and, um, and you know, just tend to um, gravitate towards it. And love the ripeness of this blend. It's very uh, thoughtfully blended by uh, Pear George Jensen. And um, it, it's one of those tobaccos that, uh, you know, just has a lot of flavor, is very easygoing, and, and actually for a Mac Baron uh, blended tobacco has very little bite, which, you know, a lot of folks, if they don't smoke Virginia's very often and then they try to smoke a Mac Baron tobacco, they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it, it, it just, it, it, uh, it, it burns kind of hot, stings my tongue, and you, you have to smoke Mac Baron tobaccos a little differently. You have to smoke them slowly and thoughtfully. They really uh, do require a little, a little work, uh, you know, because they have that high quality Virginia bright, you know, leaf content, heavy sugar, uh, natural sugar, and so it just reacts with your tongue a certain way. Uh, what they've done with the Amphora Virginia is create something that really does have very little bite. It's it's just really good. Um, very mellow. It's not something that, uh, you know, is over the top with complexity. It's a straight Virginia. It's uh, you, you can immediately tell that bright leaf. Again, it is a broken flake, too. Something uh, similar to the... Um, you know, to the uh, Kentucky blend that we saw. Um, and it, it, but for a, a broken flake, it's very approachable. It's something that, uh, you know, even the non, you know, less experienced, uh, you know, pipe smoker can uh, can immediately smoke and appreciate. But, uh, you know, lights uh, packs, you know, immediately without really drying out or anything like that. And um, lights and and uh, and stays lit, you know, relatively easily without many relights. So, uh, you know, really nice. You can tell, uh, you know, some uh, little bit of added sugar here. Here, but um, again, uh, you know, you're going to have the citrus notes that kind of come with that uh, brighter leaf, and um, and it's it's just very flavorful. So um, I, I like it a lot. I, I, I hope these are around for a long time. Um, you know, it's one of those things you, you hear of those legendary over-the-counter tobaccos stuff that are like you know the Prince Albert and the Carter Hall, and um, and and Prince Albert's going away. That's just crazy to me. And so you know, it's important to have some accessible, uh, less expensive tobaccos that appeal to a, a mass market and we think the stuff at amphora is is really good it's even hard to put it you know it, it it in some sense the only you know 
I guess similarity between it and some of these others is that it just comes in a little, uh, you know, aluminum pouch or you know, cellophane pouch or whatever. It's uh, that's about the only thing that uh, you know, really uh, connects it to some of the other ones because the quality of some of this tobacco is just very, very good. So, um, you know, so what what we're thinking is like, you know, if you've been, uh, you know, a, a questionable pipe smoker this year, and 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 pipe smoking Steve, you know, comes by your uh, porch and you've left your sock out and you know he's like well you know I, I i just ran out of the the good toys for you know some of the people low on the good wow. list and wow. and you're the first or second one out you know and and so you know you might wind up with a, a pouch of uh you know one of these delicious amphora tobaccos and and if you do you should you should consider yourself you know really blessed and, yeah. and 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 I, and I and i think as as you smoke them in anticipation of pipe smoking steve coming back uh next year you'll be really happy that uh you know that he left you that and 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 more thankful and really thankfulness is the spirit of uh of the ips that's right that's right man that's that's beautiful absolutely beautiful and you know one of the ways that you can kind of get in good i mean like yes if 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 you end up in that unique situation you might get one of these kind of higher tier hamster quality or lower tier hamster you know hamster hamster quality higher quality higher quality lower hamster there you go yeah that not confusing (laughs) in the slightest and and so you might get lucky in that but to, to make sure that that you know, you don't end up with the, you know, the, the dumpster, uh, the, the heavy hamster, hamster cage tobaccos to make sure you are on that good right. list. You know, one of the ways you can get in a little extra uh, good cred, like giving gifts to your fellow pipe smokers, like the gift of Missouri Meerschaum. Man, that is exactly right. And Missouri Meerschaum, of course, has a beautiful selection of uh, pipes that are made out of genuine corn uh, right here in Missouri, United, or in the United States, uh, in the state of Missouri. And uh, man, you know, if, if you do happen to get a very high hamster content tobacco, something that just, uh, you know, is really truly awful you, you know it's something that you just really you, you know you, you're smoking it just just because steve gave it to you and you're like man i gotta power through this you want to put it in a pipe that's gonna help compensate some for the the very uh low quality of the tobacco right, that's right. <laughs> you know you know if you're if your gift is largo gold pipe tobacco um and and you've got to power through that well you know let's 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 put it in a pipe that's gonna uh you know make it as uh as uh you know pleasurable as possible and of course, some Missouri Meerschaum corn cob pipe uh, comes in handy for that. I particularly like some of their longer stem pipes, uh, like the Huck Finn or perhaps the Great Dane Spindle. Um, you know, these these pipes do have uh, you know longer stems, uh, both in small and larger size bowls, and that longer stem is going to cool the smoke down a little bit as it uh, travels to your tongue, and so it really does make the experience uh, really nice. Um, if you want to cram the pipe a little more full and 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 try to power through the entire pouch of hamster cage tobacco at one time you might even treat yourself to a macarthur uh the macarthur can hold a whole bunch of tobacco and has a very long stem to cool that terrible terrible smoke down with so um man check them out you can go to corncobpipe.com and order the uh missouri meerschaum pipes directly from the source they'll send them to you right from washington missouri and uh be sure to check them out and um and tell them we sent you special thanks to missouri meerschaum we uh really appreciate them for sponsoring this show Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week. Coming in from someone I know who's definitely going to be on the good list this year. That is Marcus VV, a.k.a. Mark VV. Oh, 
Mark yeah. BB. Yeah. So here's what he had to say. He said, so let's uh, let's say I acquire some incredible pipes as of late, truly masterful. And let's say I wanted to outfit these stemless Glen pipe bowls I got off of eBay and with, with some quality stems. Could y'all give some suggestions or endorsements for some pipe makers or repairmen that would best would be best for outfitting these fine briar specimens with some decent, not too expensive stems? I want to, hopefully the question mark is emphasized there. I want to present them as gifts to some friends and wouldn't want them to be unable to smoke these absolutely stunning works of art. Thanks for the advice, Mark PV. Mark, I just said you were going to be on the good list, buddy. You can't be sneaking around Glenn Pipes like that. <laughs> like we, we, we're gonna try to help you out, buddy. I'm just saying, you know, maybe maybe your Glenn Pipe would go great with some uh, Captain Black grape. You know, grape. You know, I right. I, I don't know. I, yeah, you know, it, these Glenn Pipes. I can't wait to discuss this more uh, in the near future. Um, it, speaking of, uh, you're you know, a mean one, Mister Glenn. Maybe my, my, maybe Glenn Pipes. Maybe Glenn of Glenn Pipes is like the the Grinch of International Pipe Smoking Day. It could be. He he could he could he really could be. Or wow. the uh, the Krampus. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we are we are gonna dig into that um, very soon. Very soon. Uh, yeah. So uh, okay. So you've got these pipe bowls. Then you need uh, you need stems cut for these bowls. But you don't spend a whole lot of money on these stems. But you do want them to be high quality enough to where you can smoke them and enjoy them. Um, the the I'll give you a, a few names uh, that you'll probably recognize from us talking on the air before. Uh, the first is going to be uh, Briarville Pipe Repair. Uh, the folks do just an excellent job. Really talented and very active in the pipe community. Uh, I, I'm you know just Google these names. You'll be able to find contact information for them really easy but uh briarville pipe repair uh second i would uh say reborn pipes uh our, our dear friend and listener from uh canada uh you know it does a great job uh creating and repairing um you know pieces for uh you know older pipes uh third i would say uh tim west uh, he uh i believe is in ohio and does a really good job uh the pipe maker in his own right not just repair work or stems but you know make some exquisite pipes and then also uh, has a very robust uh, pipe repair business. And so, you know, we've sent uh, some of our more challenging pipes over the years to Tim uh, to either fix or restore kind of thing. And then finally, uh, Norwood's Pipe Repair in Tennessee. Uh, They also do a fantastic job, very reasonable prices, super nice guys, uh, family, small family business. Uh, We've had a connection with their their shop for a very long time and, um, and highly recommend them too. So yeah. ch- check with one of them. You'll be able to work, di- you know, talk directly to the uh, pipe repair person, and they can take uh, either a pre-made stem and uh, and and get it fit to your pipe for you, which is probably what you'll want to do just out of cost, or uh, you know, can make you a stem uh, from a blank. But um, anyway, really good, uh, really good resources there. Keep all those guys on uh, on speed dial if you're interested in getting your uh, you know pipes worked on a little bit. That's right, man. Great question, Mark. Thanks so much for sending that in. Hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, be sure to send it into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question. All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in. From the hometown hero himself, Charlie Bach. Wow, Charlie Bach, man! Uh, uh, proof enough that like someone that has uh, literally no interest in pipes 
can enjoy Country Squire Radio. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> man, That's really funny. Charlie. <laughs> Miss Charlie. Miss you, brother. Yeah, good. I know you're listening. Good guy, man. Miss you. Uh, all right, so here's what he had to say. This, this like, I just want to reiterate. Brought a smile to my my face when I saw this one, man. I appreciate it. He says, hey, fellas, just got to say that during the pandemic, it has been so good to continue listening to you both and hear how you're doing. Uh, miss you both, even with the two of us uh, living in the same county, uh, <laughs> I guess for you guys. Uh, and praying you and your families are doing well. Also, John David, Bo already knows, but there's a new musical project in the works. A uh, few years overdue, it was going to be a bow-heavy song, <laughs> but with the content I've gained from my intensive mining of this of the particular episode that prompted the song, I'm taking John David on a journey. Wow. Not likely done by 2021, but <laughs> be prepared. Anyway, here's a wish I would have edition of Quick Fire Questions, basically, which generates, uh, which generally provides the most remorse. Hope to see y'all soon, uh, Charlie. Okay. Which okay. one provides the most remorse? Wow. So, all right, if I'm following, so this is, we have to choose which one we don't want to do? Yeah, I, I think which one, you're right, which one after, after you know, this thing takes place, which one are you more sad about? Got it. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Ordered that appetizer or passed on that dessert? Like ordered that appetizer, like the wrong one kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. passed on that dessert, man. Any anytime like I feel like someone either gets a dessert and I don't, or they get a better mm, dessert than me, I'm just kinda yeah. upset. You know, I'm just it just makes me kinda angry. Yeah. You know what? I was I was having a hard time wrapping my head around this one, but now that you say it, I'm I'm with you. Uh so I've I've you know, it's the beginning of the year. Typically at the beginning of the year I always try to, you know, do some fasting, get get kinda healthy and all that kind of good stuff and so, you know, I, I kind of want to say ordered that appetizer, but but past that dessert, you're right. I mean, like, you know, the good one, like you're sitting there, you got the, you got the stupid, like, I don't know, cheesecake or something. And it's like falling apart on your plate, you know? Right. And then you look over at like the brown, brownie a la mode and just the, you know, it's got like <laughs> candles on it or something crazy. Yeah. yeah. Pass on that dessert for sure. Uh, keep up with a lapsed hobby or spent way less time with a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, you know, I wish I would have uh, kept up with a lapsed hobby. You know, that, 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 that brings some sadness to me there. There's some things mm-hmm. that I used to enjoy in the past that I haven't um, done. Uh, you know, I, I wish I had more time to spend with hobbies right now. I know uh, some folks are like, man, I just, I really do this too much and it takes away from, uh, you know, uh, family or, you know, work or whatever it is. But um, yeah, I, I, I wish I could revisit some of those old hobbies. I, I wish that I knew how to play guitar. I learned like four chords and then just dropped it. And so I'm going to go with kept up with the laps ho- hobby as well. <laughs> All you really need is four chords, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- waited just a few more minutes to take the trash out or gone ahead and taken it out the night before. <laughs> Wow, I, I, mm, I, I wish I would have just taken it out the night before. You know, yeah, get it over with. That, that's yeah. that's the thing. You put it out before you go to sleep, and then you don't have to worry about it. And then if you miss the trash guy in the next morning, it's just not this uh, grievous error. And then you're like, oh man, I, you know, our trash bin is overflowing and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, went out to eat more in 2019, <laughs> or went to see live music more in 2019. I'm going to go with went out to eat more in 2019 mm. because as everybody knows, I'm not really a music guy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, man, you know, uh, wish I'd gone out to eat more and enjoyed some more uh, social life out on the town before, uh, you know, the world ended. <laughs> so this is really frustrating. We, you know, 
last or I guess 2019 we did we started to find kind of a good baby sister baby baby sister babysitter system because uh, obviously you know we don't we're not related to any well I got cousins but other, otherwise like we don't really know that many people in Houston when we moved here we lost kind of that family support system and so you know finding that like network of babysitters was a game changer because we could start yeah, sure. going out and you know food wise we 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 ran the gambit we we have and there's like tons of places i mean i will never eat everywhere that i want to eat in houston um even if we live here the rest of my life but regardless we definitely uh found some great culinary experiences the one thing that we have struggled with is finding live music and up until like right before the pandemic like right before the pandemic we found this this spot downtown i can't remember the exact name big top was i think in the name of it and i want to say on either friday or saturday nights they do this like open mic like band improvisational anybody can get up and just start singing like like the same like band is playing and like you could have somebody get up there do scat they might pull somebody in uh if you know if you just like bring your musical instrument you could just get up on stage and like jam with the band it's like this really cool like kind of uh musical artistic like you know you see you see like musicians kind of get in that zone you know yeah And, and it's like all of these people kind of getting into that zone together and making some like incredible, incredible music. And so we'd like discover that right at the tail end. And it's just been bothering me. I was like, man, I wish I had known about this sooner. So I'm going to say see live music, <laughs> but not so much in like big concerts. I'm not a big concert guy, but I do love like, you know, little, you know, little hole in the wall clubs or something like that, that has kind of small stage live music, uh, yeah, maybe a dance yeah. floor, or maybe just chill out with a cocktail. Um, that's, that's my jam. Mm. And I wish we had done that more uh, before the pandemic hit. Yep. Uh, studied more in college or spent less Friday nights in the dorm. I wish I had spent less Friday nights in the dorm room. Mm. That that makes me sad. You know, it. it I, I got out some, but you know, if you've gotten to know me through the podcast a little bit, I'm I'm really kind of painfully introverted. You know, in the times that I weren't wasn't forced out into the uh, public for you know whatever reason, I, I really just am kind of a hermit crab. And I, I wish I would have gotten out more. You know, I really I really yeah. do. Yeah, I you know definitely definitely for me too. Definitely don't want to have studied more. Barely made it out of there with with the you know <laughs> D plus that I had at the tail end. Right. And, and I'm a self employed podcast company. Like I've like you know what I mean. Like I'm, I didn't I did not really using my degree all that much. Yeah, me me too, dude. I'm I'm just basically a glorified drug. There dealer, you go. So, exactly. Um, so um, we're, not, we're not the type that can really like. I will say this, and I say this all the time. The one good thing I can say about my college experience is that I met my wife there, and that was priceless. Yep. So. That'll win. If not for her, <laughs> shouldn't have gone to college. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then finally, uh, said something or bit my tongue. Ooh. Yeah. I, I th- There was... Okay, so which which one gives me the more remorse? Um, I, I think that the fact that I said something, like, the, you know, the, the times when I said something, I guess, that I shouldn't have kind of thing. Yeah. That... that that makes me sad. Yeah. It, in my earlier, so it's interesting because like in my earlier years, I would have wished I bit my tongue more. And, mm-hmm. but in my, you know, more aged wisdom, sometimes I feel as though like I give into that inclination too much and I'm like, I really should have said something like, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. I've, I've got a bad yeah. track record. <laughs> you once said this about me and it's stuck. I think about it often is that I'm a ready fire aim kind of guy. And, uh, <laughs> 
And like literally the day you said that to me was life changing. Cause I was like, I, I was like, I don't know that I want to be that though. I want to be more tactful. And so I like literally, I, <laughs> that was such an influential moment in my life. I didn't realize that's had such an impact on oh, you. Bo. Big that's, time. that's interesting. Big yeah. Time. And so ever since ready then, fire aim, baby, yeah. but, but occasionally, <laughs> but occasionally now, like, uh, there was an incident, gosh, uh, sometime last year where something was said and I was sitting there and I wanted to say something, but I was, I was trying to like, like give my ch- like chance to like really kind of think on it first. And then yeah. like the moment passed and then somebody else said something about it. And I was like, ah, that should have been me. I should have said something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's, that depending that's on where funny. I am in the timeline, that's, that's how I fall. Hey, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pitch you one a quick fire from John David really quick. Uh, okay. Which one gives you the more remorse passed on that pipe or passed on that tobacco? Oh, definitely pipe. You can always, I yeah. mean like, I mean, I, I, well, these days you can't really say you can always find more tobacco because some of them. Yeah, no, right. Harder. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, we are very, uh, you, you and I sit in a very privileged position of having people with like deep sellers and generous, uh, <laughs> g- yeah. generous hearts. And so, you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm fairly confident on is that uh, I will never not have access to, uh, to my favorite tens. That being yeah. said, <laughs> there have been a couple of pipes that I walked on and still haunt me to this day. Um, yeah. you know, I, I even told yeah. the story very recently of seeing that pipe that, uh, uh, somebody had used for like a snowman I saw on Twitter and it was yep. just instantly reminding me of the one that got away. And, and yeah, so yeah, that, you know, I, I'm actually maybe surprisingly going to go with the pipe too. the pipe that got away that, that, that hurts more. Yeah. That for me, yeah. And I'm a tobacco guy. I know you're big on like the year the tobacco came out too. So like, are you a pipe guy or the tobacco guy? And I, I'm a tobacco guy, but man, the pipe that got away, that one, that one stings more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. And I, I've got a particular pipe in mind that I'm not going to mention, um, that I let go, uh, recently and, and really wish I wouldn't have. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, that, that occasionally I think of it and that it's claws get in me just a, just a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> so, wow, there you go. Anyway. All right, man. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, great, great questions, uh, Charlie. Thanks so much for sending those in. Uh, miss you, brother. Hopefully I'll get a chance to see you soon. Uh, also want to let you know, if you want to send us some quick fire questions, you can do so. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Your thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener feedback. All right, man. We got some great listener feedback in. Uh, let's go with this one from Pastor Squire Nathan. And uh, what did Pastor Nathan have to say? Yeah, man. Pastor Squire Nathan. He says, hey, brothers in the Lord and of the leaf. I just signed up for the Squire level membership and those first hundred shows are a great treat. Uh, Pastor Squire Nathan may be intoxicated. We don't know and, and <laughs> are not assuming anything uh, to think that those are uh, are great episodes. To, he, he goes on to say, uh, tons of still useful information. It's always fun to listen to people grow in their activities, whether in a hobby, professional or spiritual. Uh, I just bought a half pound of Green Dragon and it's such an Impressive blend. I was wondering, JD, if you've considered a more uh, off-style blend for the Lord of the Rings at the Squire. Uh, in my mind, it would obviously, again in my mind, be a Latakia bomb, uh, like 50% in-your-face type bomb. Uh, maybe pop in a larger and bolder amount of Perique and treat your mouth to something akin to a Yurukai 
uh, draft. Uh, so, well, uh, back to my studies. Grace and peace to you. And that's from uh, the new squire, Pastor Nathan. And so, uh, man, it's great. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. We uh, do have some English blends in our uh, heavy, uh, you know, more in-your-face Latakia English blends in our future. Um, but I, I think we probably are uh, done, you know, adding to the Lord of the Rings uh, lineup mm. that we have. I think that the stable of uh, Middle Earth blends that we have, we're very proud of those. And, um, you know, it's a time and a place, and we were glad we did that. And, and we hope we do some other themed, uh, you know, series, uh, you know, down the road. But I, I think the ones we've got uh, there are, are the ones that are going to stay. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, but uh, but stay tuned. We might come out with a uh, you know uh, heavy lat bomb uh, in your face. We've got a couple things that are in the hopper. You know, we're always tinkering around with stuff, and uh, hopefully, going to be able to spend more time uh, blending here in our new and improved kitchen uh, in in the very near future. And I, so. you know, there, there's still opportunities to talk and think around the concept, though, because I, you know, we we mentioned it. Uh, the, the, this idea of like a, what, what would they smoke or what did they smoke for kind of fictional characters and kind of maybe thinking through what a blend might be. Um, it might, you know, might, might spark some inspiration. I, we, we haven't finalized that concept yet. And if if that's something you want to want to hear, let us know. And if that's something you don't want to hear, let us know. But, um, anyway, one way or the other, great, uh, great, uh, email. And, uh, thank you so much for your support, pastor. We appreciate you tuning in. And of course, uh, being a squire supporter of the, the show, Man, we also have another one in. This one is from Alex. Uh, What did Alex have to say? He says, my name is Alex. I'm a 24-year-old tobacconist working at a tobacco shop, which is more of a cigar-focused shop uh, than pipe-focused in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, I smoke both pipes and cigars, and while I typically lean a little more towards cigars, I've become more and more of a pipe smoker over time. I can at least say I smoke my pipe more than anyone else who works with me. I take to it honestly. My father has been a lifelong pipe smoker and maker for that matter, uh, having done repairs and making his own pipes for years before backing off of, on the hobby because it started to become a little too much of a job for him, <laughs> which I understand. Well, yeah. um, I've started listening to the show recently, going through many of the older episodes, of course, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, you both seem to be very relaxed and excited every time. Uh, one thing I'm very grateful for is the fact that y'all leave politics out of the show, and I'm thankful for it, too. <laughs> um, a cigar podcast that I listened to for some time can't seem to avoid that subject in this last year, and I'm sure you both know uh, that when us smokers sit down at the end of the day to listen to a podcast, the last thing we want on our minds is the troubles of the world. Being a younger, likely one of your youngest listeners, if I had to make a guess, and a younger smoker, while I tell myself I know a lot about pipe tobacco, uh, much more about cigars than pipes currently, I know there's so much more to learn, and the show is such a phenomenal resource of information. Uh, thank you both so much for what you do. On a side note, I was just listening to the recent Holiday Blends episode, and while talking about the Sutliff Kringle Flake, y'all played with the idea of trying to emulate McClellan's. Uh, while I got into the pipe smoking too late to be familiar with the flavor of McClellan's, blends, I started smoking a pipe only a month after he called it quits, I was lucky enough to have a tour of Sutless Factory in Richmond back in June of 2018, uh, supposedly the first they had done. One thing I did want to add to the discussion is that while there, they mentioned that supposedly McClellan got much of their tobacco from Sutliff, including large amounts of Virginia's. Uh, with McClellan's exit from the industry being very fresh on everyone's mind, while they also showed us many of the attempts at McClellan matches they were working on. 
perhaps knowing that they're using very similar, if not the same, Virginias that McClellan did. Uh, they're trying to slide into the vacancy McClellan left, uh, though perhaps without trying uh, to make it too obvious. There's likely more to that discussion than I'm informed with, uh, but just a thought. Anyways, uh, as I've said, I love the show, and I hope uh, it continues on for many more years. And this is from Alex uh, from Fayetteville, North Carolina, a young budding tobacconist in his own right. So, uh, man, thanks, go, thanks man. for chiming in. So many good things to mention here, and, uh, man, we're, we're grateful for your feedback and uh, and love that you're enjoying the show and, and getting stuff from it. And it sounds like you're, uh, man, just really enjoying your, your career. And, and, man, best wishes to you. I know uh, that it can be uh, frustrating and, and a lot lot of fun all at the same time. So, um, you know, to speak to the, uh, you know, deal about McClelland uh, getting leaf from Sutliff, um, th- that's above my pay grade. I- I- I'm going to be honest. I've never heard that before. I'm not saying it's not true. Um, that I just I just don't know that that's something I'm not aware of. And so, um, you know, uh, if if someone wants to, uh, you know, give an anonymous uh, source uh, maybe to the show and, and write in, it's, you know, like maybe from the Watergate files or something and be like, yeah, that was true <laughs> or not true. Yeah, feel free to write us in and we'll, we'll be right. more than happy to spread rumor all over the Internet about uh, pipe tobacco. But <laughs> anyway, we, we honestly have no idea about that. But um, man, cool. And uh, thanks. I'm so glad glad you're enjoying it thanks for writing in and uh good luck in your uh, in your future brother yeah absolutely really appreciate that and um uh, such great feedback on the show want to encourage everybody if you'd like to uh, write into the show you can do so uh, show at countrysquireradio.com we want to get those letters to pipe smoke and steve out before our in rather before yes. the uh, uh ipsd so be sure to get those in as well as your artwork uh for for to, to potentially win a a, uh, a care pack particularly the bad artwork you know yeah i mean like i don't want to give like <laughs> like i don't want to say that and then like have like this elaborate thing that somebody sends in and then that ends up winning they're like you said the bad artwork just just we want it we want it all send it all i know right that's true that's true we we, we want right. we just want okay, we want we want to see that yeah. we'll, we'll of course share it out <laughs> Just think of, you know, the artwork if, if you were, you know, pipe smoking Steve, what, which, what would you want on your refrigerator that little Timmy drew for you to, you know, and left out next to your sock and your uh, milk and cookies and human arm, you know, what, what, you know, yeah, absolutely. No, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. So we want to get all that in. Uh, you can also uh, keep up with uh, the show at Squire Radio, or you can follow John David at John David Cole, or you can file, follow the uh, shop at underscore Country Squire. But all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, John David, it is always, oddly enough, a blast to dive into the hamster cage with you. <laughs> it is. It is particularly the the quality hamster cage tobaccos, man. It's uh, it's it's some of those that you know these are these are uh, one hamster out of yeah. five uh, tobaccos. So uh, actually, yeah, really did enjoy. It's it's hard to even call him for a hamster cage tobaccos because they are uh, so high quality. But um, yeah, we you know we we uh, we really put them in the same category as uh, you know uh, Blackwoods and Cherokee Blue. Uh, you know, <laughs> because they come in similar packaging. But uh, man, great tobaccos, and and check them out, and uh, and 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 just just really be a good pipe smoker, so you don't have to muscle through a pack of uh, Largo Gold. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's all we can do to help you out for right now. But uh, yeah, man. Hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. <laughs>